my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to think about how many hours we have in life. And while that might sound a bit morbid, I find it helpful for clarifying what matters and what doesn't. You may not have calculated this before, but there are 8,760 hours in a year. That means that if you live to be 90, you've got about 789,000 hours in your life. Let's be optimistic and call this 800,000. It's just easier to work with. This makes a lifespan somewhere between 91 and 92 years. I imagine that for most podcast listeners, some proportion of those 800,000 hours have come and gone. There's no doubt plenty left, but it's not an infinite amount. It's also not trillions or billions or even millions of hours. It's probably somewhere in the six figures. In other words, it's a number we can picture, a number we can get our heads around. And while no one really likes to think about the finite nature of our own time, this finite number opens up the possibility of more calculated decision-making. We can think about how we'd like to allocate and invest these hours. We can think about what deserves to be in these hours and what does not. However old you are, I have an encouraging message for you. The hours you have left can still hold a lot. A two-week trip to Australia would be 336 hours, if 36 of those might be spent crammed on an airplane. People who participate in National Novel Writing Month in November are cranking out 50,000-word drafts in 30 days. Many people need about three hours per day, or 90 hours total, to hit that word count. Now, obviously, you have to rest and recover from that level of writing output, and you need to build in a lot of time to edit, too, to have anything that someone would want to read. But still, I could put a lot of 90-hour chunks into the roughly 420,000 hours I might have left. I might have more books left in me than I'd imagine. Training for a marathon is a significant investment of time, but it is also a finite investment of time. Most regular runners could manage it in about 10 hours a week for 16 weeks. That's 160 hours, just a tiny fraction of that overall chunk. Time is plentiful. Of course, time is also precious, too. Watching two hours of TV a day 
means watching 29,200 hours over 40 remaining years. It's shockingly easy to clock two hours of mindless internet scrolling per day. That, likewise, would be 29,200 hours, which is a lot of novels or trips to Australia. When we think about these numbers, we can think about our choices more rationally. We can calmly see that there is space for good stuff, while recognizing that mindless stuff isn't costless. It all requires trade-offs. All time requires trade-offs. As the heroine says in my time management parable, Juliet's School of Possibilities, expectations are infinite. Time is finite. You are always choosing. Choose well. Choosing well means seeing these trade-offs for what they are, rather than assuming they don't exist. In an upcoming episode, I'll talk more about the framework for choices in our 800,000 hours, but today I just want you to keep this number in mind. Spend some time today thinking about it. Time passes whether we think about where it goes or not, but knowing the number means we're slightly more aware of the constant ticking. I like to think of that ticking not as a drumbeat marching toward doom, but more of a warm heartbeat. We can appreciate it and think about it as a reminder of life, even if we know that it doesn't go on forever. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That Before Breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey listeners, I know you love mornings. And with nearly 300 beaches in Puerto Rico, each one is a reason to wake up early and catch a picture-perfect sunrise. Puerto Rico has nearly 300 miles of coastline, and the island's diverse geography offers everything, from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water, to stunning black sand beaches, and beaches perfect for water sports. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.